0: Hey, 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 y'all, welcome back to another episode of Shine Sis Podcast. Welcome, welcome, guys. How's you doing today, Candace?
1: I am doing all right, as you guys will probably notice if you're watching on YouTube, I am not in my normal setup, so we're going to pray that this works out. I'm at my grandmother's, and let's just say I got a bootleg set up right now, but we're going to make it work. We're going to make it work.
0: It's all good.
1: It's so all we good. All- so, so we are <laughs> here today.
0: <laughs> yes, yes, we have none other than Shauna Valentine's with us. Hey, y'all. Hey, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> thank y'all Disclaimer, so much. She is family. That's my yes, sis, y'all, yes. just so y'all know. Stories for
2: days, okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank y'all so much, Queens, for having me on your podcast. I'm truly honored. Y'all are doing big things out here and really getting the word out on some real-life issues in the community and with, um, you know, just our fellow loved ones and everything like that so it's just truly an honor and i just say continue to do what you're doing and yeah it's really making a difference <laughs> oh
0: thank you. thank you thanks sis we're glad to have oh, you no
1: problem. <laughs> like i said we got you on here because you know you're out here doing your thing as well and we want to find out more about that and your, your right? story and everything
2: oh man yes <laughs> i'm trying i'm trying <laughs> um right now i have been um preparing for um a land, uh, Atlanta meets VA fashion show in ATL. Actually, it's um, May fifteenth. It's going to be epic. Yeah, so I'm looking forward to Ooh. you know seeing what the what what ATL has to offer and yeah, bringing you know. My... Oh okay. the- God! Yes. <laughs> You're gonna have a ball, right? You gotta do a big yeah, I'm cause. trying. Look, look, look. They need to see what VA bring to the table over there. Okay. <laughs>
0: okay. Seven five seven all day. All day. <laughs>
2: Right. And um also preparing for um the tenth annual Beauty and Barber Awards. Wendell Moss is coming correct as always. That's coming up towards okay. the end of the year. So that's another wonderful, wonderful fashion show, fashion event. Um, I mean we he's each year has just been bigger and better last year i was a vendor for unbreakable my fragrance line and that was really nice and it smells so good so anybody <laughs> haven't had any yet i'm sorry sis y'all better order go yes. order we'll shauna miss valentine miss mz valentine.com yes and it's a nice sale going on right now y'all so this is the time to order <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. so yeah
2: those are like the main two things coming up um you know, and just doing some rebranding. You always got to kind of recreate yourself and make sure you, you know, keep keeping that positive energy flowing and, um, you know, just with the brand itself, uplifting.
1: Good, good. Yeah. You know, and... And speaking of of recreating yourself and rebranding yourself, as you said, you know, your former military spouse. So you, can yeah. you kind of share that transition from, you know, being in the civilian world to the military life and then going back to the civilian world and just like what that was like right. for you?
2: Um, for me, it was very challenging, um, just to be honest. So, you know, there were a lot of things in the beginning that I wasn't aware of coming from the civilian side, you know, and marrying into, you know, military being a military spouse. It was just like I felt kind of blindsided by a lot of the things that I didn't know and wasn't made aware of. Um, and I mean, to some people, it could be small, like, um, Basically, I didn't know what happened, like, what exactly happens, like, when my well i just say my husband at the time would go to duty um <laughs> the civilian side of me was thinking okay duty you're in the woods you're in the wilderness it's training all this stuff <laughs> you know they're showing you survival <laughs> tactics you know no, you no, know no, army no. hoorah! you know so <laughs> <laughs> and so when I you know when it got to times where I wouldn't hear um you know from my husband and things like that I was like kind of like hey you know what's going on here he he's in the woods you know he's doing this he's learning that he's even in my and you know. <laughs> so it kind <laughs> of <Not the MRE. laughs> it took networking and really kind of like running into other military spouses and things like that, the PX, the gym and whatnot for me to kind of get a better understanding to what really was going on. You know, they're like, no, he's done at five o'clock, you know, and you know, he has the rest of the day free. And I'm like, wait, what? You know, like how is that? Because I'm not hearing from him like he's on like almost like he's on a deployment or something, you know. Mm-hmm. So they're like, no, no, mm-hmm. no. So I just kind of had to pick up on things um, and really do my research and educate myself Um, when it came to branching off from the civilian world to being an army wife and being aware, um, you know, which isn't always a great thing because, of course, you want you would like to know all the ins and outs from your spouse, right? You know, you, you would think that y'all would talk about everything that they would be upfront. And, um, it wasn't the case, uh, you know, in my marriage. And so I had to kind of do my own research, which I would advise any spouse, you know, regardless, because you want to make sure you really know what's going on with the military lifestyle. Um, of course it comes with a lot of expectations, um, and whatnot as well. Um, And a lot of pressure. So, if I'm telling you right now, my antennas went up, ladies, when he was packing his good shoes, those Mm -hmm. club shoes in that bag when he was going to duty. I was like, you don't, you (laughs) know, what What you you wearing those in the woods? What, what are you walking in wait, wait a, minute a minute now, now. No, uh-uh. you wear those to church or to the club wait a minute we, why are you packing them? you know so I had to catch on and really be aware when things were not adding up right <laughs> and I started asking right. more questions which I would you know say to any any spouse you know if if that line of communication needs to be clear. You don't want to feel blindsided, mm-hmm. or even have your spouse feeling like you're not being truthful and stuff. So I just had to learn, like, okay, so at this at this time. Is your you're free to do whatever you please? And at this time, he was stationed in Northern Virginia, so you know it's a lot to do. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, he was getting into a lot, meeting up with, uh, you know, fraternity brothers, things like that. Um, it's very likely other women, and it's just that I just wasn't aware, you know. So,
0: yeah. Now you mentioned um, there was pressure. So what what pressure did you deal with as a spouse? Oh wow. And what was your overall experience as a spouse? As far as the pressures, there were quite a quite a bit. Okay.
2: So, you you know, you come from the civilian background into a military lifestyle. Um, a lot of people, family and friends, were so quick to, you know, oh, you know, oh, you got to dress like this now. You got to look like this, you know. And I'm just like, I'm me. What do you mean? You know Mm-mm. what I'm saying? So it was that pressure to, you know, be this just to kind of fit this persona. And I don't even... I still don't even understand what that persona truly is. But it's just like, you know, don't wear that. Don't wear this. Oh, your skirt is too tight. You know, oh, those shorts are not going to work. You know, it's like, wait a minute. You know, then he, they have ceremonies. Like, I'm not wrong. in the military. I'm not. You're I didn't, right. I didn't well, you take this home, you,
0: know? <laughs> you technically did marry the military, but you're not in yes. the military. So, um, I'm going to be I, mean. and that was the, you know I was kind of
2: resistant initially. Like, you know what? I like, this. Is my favorite, you know, skirt, what you talking about? You know, <laughs> I've been wearing this, you know, I had this for a year now. You haven't said anything, but now we married and you want to, you know, so <laughs> it was things like that, making sure mm-hmm. you're presentable. There's military balls, things like that, ceremonies. And, you know, you want to look the part. And you also, you know, you understand that you represent not not just yourself, but your significant other too. So that was an adjustment mm-hmm. for me. A lot of people presented me with... Um, just, it was like they had baby fever before I ever did, you know. <laughs> oh, oh, when wow. y'all going mm, to have a kid? When y'all going to have a baby? When you going to get pregnant? When y'all going to start a family? I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. You know, can we take this time, especially in the beginning, I'm like, out, you know, can we embrace this marriage can we grow in this marriage before right. we you know procreate and bring other mouths to feed and right. you know before our priorities shift from one another to you know a, a beautiful bundle of joy so you know all of those mm-hmm. things um it was just so much pressure you know oh you scared you're gonna lose that little figure of yours and i'm just like are you serious right now like, <laughs> it's in the jeans, sis. Have you not seen the beautiful queens in my family? Honey, I'm ready. I'm ready, okay? Thickness everywhere, pow, everywhere. I, bring it. <laughs> and that's why I'm like, you really don't, you don't know me. You don't know. <laughs> you know, so and I yes, you know, I've always had a, you know, nice shape, pretty petite. So, you know, people always assume that, but that wasn't the case, you know what I'm saying? And also, it's just like, you don't know what any woman has been through, especially with their body, you know. So for people Mm -hmm. who say that and who put pressure on other women or even families in general, both both spouses, you know, you might want to be mindful. Some people, Mm -hmm. you know, they deal with certain issues as far as when it comes to procreating, being fertile, you know, all of that. Others, you know, there could have been issues with miscarriages involved and things like that. Um, Mm -hmm. so I think people just should be more mindful of the pressure and the comments that they, um, are so quick to lash out, you know, especially at newlyweds. It's just the beginning. You want to love up on each other. You want to enjoy that newlywed phase because there's so many challenges that, you know, that are to come. And I do believe marriages work, but with the right person, it's definitely a job that you are just... Ecstatic and happy and joyful to wake up yep. and, and and you know take charge with every
1: 85% day. Eighty-five percent of the time, it's like, you know. <laughs> just You know. Seventy. Seventy. You know. Just right. kidding. I'm, I'm just saying you though, because I know you're the I, you. you know, I don't want to scare anybody. <laughs> <about you. laughs>
2: But it's work, work, okay, girl. You gotta clock in, honey. It's work, you know.
1: But it can be beautiful.
2: It can. It can yes, be beautiful. yes,
1: definitely. I'm just messing. I'm but just messing. Yeah,
2: yeah. You know. So I just wanted to take that time, like, man. You know, travel, get to know things that you didn't know about each other right. in the at first. As you, you know, learn. Mm. So it's like, don't be, don't feel so pressured to be like, ooh, I'm married. I gotta pop this baby out. No. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Get to know each other more. Explore the world more. Embrace your flaws because I'm telling you, I my relationship with my ex was 10 years. uh, Four of those we were married, but trust me, in the during our marriage, there were still things I was learning about him as well as myself. So take that time because just when you thought you knew everything, trust me, it's always something else. Yeah, you're like
1: "Mm,
0: I know
2: you. Really, you like that?
0: <laughs> so, so, yeah. so What what
2: was
1: that? What was that like in terms of obviously? Because um, I mean, to be with somebody, you said for ten ten years. Is that yeah. what you said? Ten years.
2: Yeah, we were college
1: sweethearts. Yeah, met at yeah, home. That's, that's, hey, yeah, that's that's yeah, that's deep. School. So I mean, obviously, that's not a that's not an easy transition. Yeah. So what was that like? Oh, I mean, no. like, what steps did you have to go through to overcome? Well.
2: Okay, so for me... Um, and to heal. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. just to give parts of the backstory, you know. Yes, I we met in college were college sweethearts. Um, our relationship just blossomed. It kind of was like out of nowhere, you know. I still had my guard up in the beginning you know i had been in a previous relationship where i got hurt we kind of grew apart um and i was just i was focused on academics i wasn't thinking about a man thinking about a boyfriend whatever so it was just like his persistence and everything was what just really grasped me you know i could brush him off like yeah okay okay Even when we were just friends like oh you're so funny you know you're not know, ladies i know how we do when we really not interested <laughs> so we kind of get it Yeah, all right uh-huh He. Uh- All right so and it was just like he was just so serious so persistent and showing me like nah like I'm really into you I'm feeling you and I really want you know to, to develop something with you and it did and it blossomed and um my thing was as with any relationship there comes hurdles um and growth so we both set out with ambition and so many goals and things like that um he joined a fraternity and that was challenging uh, for the both of us. He had to figure out how to balance school, how to balance, you know, his, his brothers, bros and everything like that, as well as me having to adjust to him having different um, obligations and things like that as well. Um, but anyway, so, yeah, we went on to get married um, and a lot of people would say like. For those that don't know, okay, I I did marry someone who I already had discovered was unfaithful um, during our relationship, and we did end up uh, separated from him for a year before any marriage or anything was ever thought about. But to give the backstory, yes, I came home early, basically from a trip from seeing family, and it was me and my mother, and um, yeah, we basically I walked into him having sex with another woman in our bed. Yes, so wow. that was, yeah, and then to have my mom right there, um, yeah, so that took a lot. Um, honestly, she lost it before I could even, <laughs> like, I kind of blacked out, but I- Because mama don't play. Yeah, yeah. so
0: she, <laughs> Dang. yeah,
2: she was the one that went off way more than I did, and um, was just, I was kind of stunned and shocked, and yeah- It was wild. Like, they literally did not hear us Um, come through the house, having a whole conversation and everything from the living room to the bedroom. Did not hear us at all. So I stood in my doorway, and, yeah, I did. Um, Yeah, he was mm -hmm, legs up and all. Yep. So a lot of people were like, oh, hell no, you know. (laughs) How is she marrying this guy? I believe it was probably... Mm -hmm. That happened in two thousand nine um I was engaged two thousand twelve married two thousand thirteen so um just that alone um put a lot of pressure on me, um especially just self confidence self esteem mm-hmm. um worrying about if people were at my wedding really you know if they were really happy for us or right, if they were yeah, kind of like being nosy, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying,
1: yeah, feeling
2: like to a certain degree I disappointed some of my family members by choosing not to just leave him alone for good. I left, we left each other. Well, I left him alone for a year and our our paths crossed again. And then, you know, it kind of rekindled from there. But um, that was one of my biggest fears. I remember getting married. People were like, you know, they talked about cold feet, things like that, and then brought up, oh, you know, well, yeah, he is, you know, he's he's in a fraternity, you know that, you know, you dealt with the groupies. I'm like, yeah, and then now he's in the military because he wasn't when we met, remember? So he, mm-hmm. you know, joined the military when, um, I believe, right before we got engaged or something, yes. Around that time frame. So then that was another dynamic. Are you sure you're gonna marry him? Now he in the military girl, he could be living a double life. So it was this all these things to the point where um before we got married, I and I recommend this for any couple, you know, I was adamant about marriage counseling before mm-hmm. we even jumped mm-hmm. the room, anything. If there's any issues, any insecurities, you know um we we need to talk about this you know regardless we need to figure out what you know our our boundaries you know just reach this common ground um before we have this huge ceremony and have all these guests you know (laughs) you know come and support so we actually went through marriage counseling twice um first through a pastor that i was more comfortable with and i um was familiar with while I was at VSU and then the second time with um a chap yeah chaplain from uh, the military. So I felt like, you know, we're ready. I felt like I was seeing changes, so it helped me feel way more confident. You know what I'm saying? In this big decision that I was mm-hmm. making with someone that I have already experienced a traumatic experience with and and um just <laughs> ridiculous infidelity. So, um just to answer your question, Candice, like, yeah, it was, it was very rough. Um, in the beginning, it was this marital bliss. Uh, we rekindled that love and I, you know, I was all in. Um, but as you know, the marriage progressed after that one year, especially that newlywed phase kind of fizzles. And I started noticing some similar red flags that I noticed before, you know, and it was to the point where um, I don't know if you guys ever been in a situation where you start kind of like, it's that, that denial um, within yourself. It's like, nah, mm. nah. And then you know what you know, and then certain things get so out of control, so ridiculous to where it's like, you didn't even try to hide this really from yeah. me. So now you know what you know, and you're still trying right. to play mind games to psych yourself out because you don't want to believe that this is happening Mm -hmm. again or you know every promise and every um, vow it's just like really down the drain you you know you feel kind of distraught you start to question yourself which I did I was just like you know, man, what the hell is going on? Am I not enough? What are you looking? What are you looking for? And it, yeah. you know, it took a long time for me to realize. Hey, some people are just opportunists, especially when it comes to sex and it comes for and when it comes to easy access and availability of it. You know, and mm. to me, you know, just to be honest, yes, he was one of those people. He was an opportunist. If a girl was down to do whatever, and he had the opportunity, um, the window of time to do it. He was with it. I would go out of town. Wouldn't he be gone? Um, wow. A day or two, you know? And I would find mm-hmm. emails, things like that. Um, yeah, him saying what he did to, to females or what he was going to do as far as all different types of stuff. Oral sex. Um, just, yeah, it just crazy. Um, so I'm just like, you know, what in the world? Um, the divorce was very... Uh, traumatic as well I'll, I'll be honest um, and I didn't feel I really didn't feel the support that I should have had from the military when I did try to bring certain things to light before um, before things really hit the fan in my marriage like I I really I tried to reach out at that time he was a reservist and I felt like um, it wasn't being taken seriously what he was doing Even when I I found out that one of the women was in the military, it was just like I was being brushed off. I felt like it was, you know, one of those
0: situations where they were just trying to protect their own, you know. So Not even even trying to cut you off, but just for any of our listeners out here, like when it comes to the military life and you dealing with a spouse that um, is, you know, cheating or that infidelity that's going on, The military is not going to help you, y'all. I'm just going to just go ahead and put that out there. If if you're the military person then um they're more so to decide with you mm-hmm. as far as giving, getting that legal advice but if you're a civilian spouse mm-hmm. married to a military person you have to seek outside mm-hmm. help on your own and and it's it's a sad thing mm-hmm. because a lot of people they are not aware of like they think once you get m- married and you marry a military person that the military is going to cater to you mm-hmm. as well nope they're going to care yeah. more about that military yeah. person they're and necessary keeping necessary their soldier. image and keeping their reputation mm-hmm. that command you know afloat mm-hmm. rather than that spouse and it's the spouse responsibility to seek out a lawyer mm-hmm. to seek out counseling for her own being yes. you know so that's just something um for our listeners who who are not aware that that if y'all ever in that situation don't even don't even think about the military as far as helping y'all when it comes to legal advice mm-hmm. mm. I mean I would suggest you know if you
2: if you have if you've done the research to to find out who you feel like you need to talk to I mean it's worth it's worth the effort but I would just say I agree with Mary don't get your hopes up you know what I'm saying I'm not mm-hmm. saying don't do it I'm just saying if when if and when you need to do it just be grounded don't think oh they're going to now this is This is it. They're going to save me. I'm You know, this situation is going to get 100 times better now because I I made such and such call to the commander, to this person, to the battalion. It doesn't matter. Just send your email, Mm -hmm. do your call, you know, your due diligence. But at the same time, yes, seek resources and assistance outside of the military. And I'm glad you said that because that's exactly what I had to do. Um, especially like during my divorce, I had to seek out a lawyer. I went through so many consultations. It was just ridiculous. Um, yeah. And really, you know, and then for my own well-being and security, um, because I, I am a survivor of domestic violence. Um, I, I unfortunately, you know, but yes. So I had to rely on the legal system as well. Um, I had to get mm-hmm. a, a protective order. Um, once things got out of hand and I, and I realized, Hey, you know, this is not the life. I know this is not the life God intended for me to live. Mm -hmm. And this is definitely not the treatment or marriage God intended me to be in forever. You know what I'm saying? So I, you know, and everyone, I say this to each his own, everyone is different. Um, as far as breaking points. You know, like I said, Mm -hmm. I I tolerated a lot of adultery, infidelity, every, you know, I I did. And it was love is truly blind. It's not just a song. It's not just a saying. It really is blinding Mm -hmm. because I, you know, we had a cycle. I would discover. Okay, this now it's this girl. Who is this? Oh no! You know why are you sending her this? I I mean I didn't send that. It's your email. Like what do you mean? It's your text message. What are you talking about? So uh, you know, playing Inspector Gadget, bringing things to the forefront. Okay, then finally he realized. Dang, she really know what she know. Let me go ahead and be honest. You know, I get mm-hmm. the one t- one or two tears. You know, I you know. I'm sorry, and we just went through that cycle. It won't happen again. Whatever. We'll repeat whatever. the cycle. Same the over and over again. Yeah. Cycle. Um, we went from silent treatment or you know I'm, I'm sleeping downstairs or something to you know just feeling like roommates to ne- next thing you know getting it right back
0: together hey <laughs> yo bitch hey yo bitch hey it don't get no wrong. Okay, no okay okay
1: you know that's the picture <laughs> holding you back. I'm supposed to be like what? <laughs> but Sh- Shana, I do want to ask you: How did y'all finally break out of that cycle? Like, I mean, you know, because for it to be going on, and you know, like, what, what was that? What was that deciding factor for you? Um. Yeah.
2: What was it February ninth, two thousand? 16? Oh, you got dates. Yeah, because I'm, yeah. like, yeah, yes, I'm telling you, honey. Since like, yes, I'm telling you. Because it was just like, I saw a side of, of a person I never even knew existed, okay? Mm. So that, that mm-hmm. date resonates with me. And it's also the date, I'm going to just be real. I remember that date because I honestly thought I was going to die like I I, yeah I I thought that was the end for me and that's why I say domestic violence domestic abuse is real and it needs to be taken seriously so I will forever remember that date because I was left for dead on my living room floor like no lie yeah so I and I remember that date um yeah because and it was really um a traumatic experience it started off from arguing over um facebook comments and stuff um mind you this is a person who was i I lost count of the women to be honest like it was just ridiculous right um but people would um you know i would post pictures and stuff um guys would comment and things but never anything disrespectful you know what I'm saying like let's be real like I never like oh she got a fat ass or I like those breasts you know it was nothing ever like that it was more like you know you're a beautiful woman no disrespect or to whoever you know who to your you know husband or anything but you you know you you're gorgeous things like that you know for the most part and Mm -hmm. it was just like sometimes okay I've heard this saying when people say like a guilty conscience will tear you up and it was to the point where I was constantly being accused of cheating. I was being accused of mm. being with other men. Especially once I joined he the social projected. club, it was like, oh. He was projecting. Yes. You know, oh, mm-hmm. you're messing with these bikers. You're doing this. That reverse it's like, psychology Yo. on you. <laughs> I'm working. I come home every day. You know, my mentality is to cook, you know, to make sure that everything's straight by the time he gets off work. And I'm like, I- I'm home. Like, what are you talking about? You know, so it would, it just escalated from you better um, reach out to them and tell them to delete the comments or you better delete them before you get home from work. And I'm like, by then I started, you know, I've been through so much ladies. I started finding my voice. You know what I'm saying? I was very, believe it or not, I was very (laughs) passive aggressive. I bottled so much in and a lot of it was kind of like shame um disappointment because i'm like now i'm in a, i felt stuck in a marriage where people knew when i knew <laughs> early on he he struggled with being faithful he struggled with commitment but here i am i believe mm-hmm. that you know things are going to be great smoothed out we went through counseling and now this marriage has happened it has happened and you know it's a fresh start and I, the reality hit no that that marriage Marriage it's a piece of paper you get who you get, you know what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Some people change some people do grow, but at the end of the day, for the majority of the yeah you you know you know what you're getting that ceremony that mm-hmm. marriage license is not gonna change within someone's mind and heart. I will say that mm-hmm. so, so yes. yes, um, I didn't long story short, I didn't delete the comments y'all, and um. Yeah. So it led to an argument and I was trying to ignore the situation, you know, no, just ignore it. I didn't want to argue. Um, He wanted to go through my phone. I'm like, you know what, if you you, if you're going to go through my phone, we're going to go through each other's phone. I'm not going to sit here and watch you go through my cell phone. Give me yours. You know, I'll give you mine. That that ended up being the compromise because I was so tired of. The the nagging, the accusations, and just the so you're not going to delete it. You're really not going to. And I'm like, it's just a comment. You're up here. You're having sex with women. You're eating women out. Like you're blatantly doing all this nonsense. And I and I'm I'm seeing it through screenshots, text messages, emails. Like and you're mad about a comment on Facebook. So my mentality at the time was like, are you serious? You got to be kidding me. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. Um he didn't find what apparently he was looking for. And it got to the point where he was just reaching. I'm at this point, I'm just like, take just take your phone. Cause at this point, ladies, I didn't even care to go through his phone again. I already had been crushed enough times to and I knew what I knew. So um yeah, he um I tried to get snatched the phone back, and we ended up tussling over the phone. And basically, I was pushed and I flipped over the coffee table and almost hit my head on our glass entertainment stand. At this point, (gasps) what? Yeah, um, yeah, and it, yeah, at that point, I saw everything from (laughs) the kitchen table, home decor, everything just flying. As I was on the ground, um, he lost it, he snapped. And it was like I was wow. in a room with the hawk. My kitchen table went through our glass patio doors. The chairs Shut followed up. Shana. Yes. I had broken the coffee table when I fell, and all I could do was at that point I was in shock. I just screamed. And I, I just was just like, stop, please just stop. And I just remember being in fetal position on the ground and I was thinking, I'm about to die. He's going to kill me because he just, he lost it. And I don't even know who this person, I didn't, I, at that point, I didn't know who this man was. All these years I've shared with him, I didn't know. So, um, yeah, he, at that, well, basically my phone was broken. It broken in half. Um, he had uh, stormed out. I remember him storming out, and I was still on the ground. Just, like, I I couldn't move. I I literally could not move. I was in... I was terrified. And it's not Mm -hmm. very... Like, anybody who knows me, like, yeah, it's for her to say that, you know, because I I grew up with, you know, we've got a lot of brothers, so... You know, I held right. my own around the way. We held our own with them. We did. Oh, so, man. Oh, my so, God. So, yeah, when he came back, he left something. He came back in, and that's when I really was like, okay, he's going to finish me off because I, he's not in his right mind. And so he's just stormed out, left door open and all, and I finally had just got up, looked around, and I was able to crawl. That's when I saw my phone was broke, and I'm just like, what in the world? And I rushed to a a mutual friend's house. Um, Yeah. But it was still crazy because I felt like at that time, even when his family found out and stuff, they were more concerned about me not calling the police and more concerned about saving his military career than they were, I felt like, about my safety and well-being. Um, So, yeah, I had to use my... My uh, friend's phone to call my loved ones, my family, which are, you know, an hour and a half away, you know, so it's not like Mm -hmm. they around the corner can do anything. And I tried. I just remember, ladies, like I just, you know, you know, grandparents or something, my grandmother. And I was just like, for the life of me, I don't understand why I could not remember my mother's phone number. I couldn't remember the last two digits of her number. And so, but I remembered my grandmother's number like the back of my hand. And I had to, Mm -hmm. um, so I remember sitting there on my friend's couch, just like, just literally shaking because I'm just like, I I can't believe this just happened, you know? Wow. Like, (laughs) I I just trying to process everything. And that was not the first time that, um, that was not the first time that he had put his hands on me. Um, but it was the first time in a while. (sighs) So I still was like, what the hell, you know, but Mm -hmm. anyway, Mm -hmm. I called my grandmother and I'm just, you know, at this point, I don't want to get her riled up. She has a heart condition, things like that. I'm just like, you know, trying to put on this persona. And that's another thing, because even throughout the troubles in the marriage and even through any issues that people are dealing with, sometimes people know how to put on that face and that's mm-hmm. that's a dangerous game mm-hmm. you're playing. You need to talk to your family. You need to really reach out to your loved ones, to a therapist, whoever. Don't keep all that bottled in. I had gotten so numb to a degree when it came to my heart being crushed that I just had this this persona where I could just, everything's fine. Everything's okay. Our marriage is great. We, we're going on trips. We're going to Aruba. We're going to Jamaica. And I it was just like, as long as we could get that vacation, that out-the-country experience, I was okay to regroup and wait for the rest, you know, for the bullshit to happen again. You know what I'm saying? So I put uh-huh. on that persona, and I tr- I tried my best, y'all, really. You know, I just remember my grandmother answering the phone. I'm like, hey. um, Hey, Grandma. And it was late. You know, she's like... You know, hey baby, and I'm like, hey, um, uh, um, can you, grandma? Can you what, what's my mama's number? Can you tell my mom's number? Um, she was like, Deshauna. I'm like, hmm. You know, just trying to say less as possible mm-hmm. because I know I I right. knew, you know rest her soul. I knew how she was, and I knew she was not going to. This was serious. She was not going to play any games, and she was going to be mm-hmm. ready to be on the first thing smoking, um, looking for answers. Mm-hmm. You know. So I'm just like, uh, yeah, yeah. She's like Deshaun. I'm like, no, girl, girl. I just need my mom's number. You know, everything, everything's fine. I just can you just tell me my mom's number, please, please. Can you please just tell me my mom's number? And she's by the t- by the time she said my name the second time, it, it was it was a done deal. She, she was like, "What's out. wrong, Deshauna. And I'm like, ah, "You know," <laughs> but then I couldn't. Yeah. I couldn't even keep the persona. I couldn't keep the anger, the upsetment, the disappointment bottled up. It was just, just flowing out of me, and I'm just like in the midst of me crying. I'm "Like, can you just give me the number?" You know, because I was just like, "What is going on with me? What what has happened? What does this happen with my marriage?" You know. So I had to. Um, I really, it took a lot, ladies. It took a lot. Um, I reached out to a chaplain during, during our divorce and things like that. Um, I was talking to him, like, at first... On a, um, like, maybe like twice a week and stuff, it would go like, you know, just to try to keep my sanity. Cause I had to, the divorce was drug out so bad, you know, I, I only requested like six months of alimony just to get on my feet. Cause for anybody, it's a challenge when you're in a marriage or you're in a relationship to where you're both sharing bills and things. It's like, you know, I went from like a 60 40 situation to paying 100%. So, you know, I was like, okay, just let me get a few months of help, you know, from him since, you know, he wanted to be off the lease. I let him off the lease. No problem. Got you. I honor your wishes. But it was just like he kept appealing spousal support for for only six months. And I had to keep going back to court. And at this point, he's just sitting there watching a lawyer tear down my character, showing a binder, like literally like this thick of my Facebook and social media pictures. And things like that, me at community events, if if there was any guy any like a foot away or even if I hug somebody, it was all in that binder. And it was just I was painted out as this horrible military spouse who just slept with biker guys and was never home and never cooked and all this and never clean. And that was the that was the complete opposite of who I was. Anybody who knows, Mm -hmm. me, know, I'm old school. You know, my family, Yeah, I have a southern background. Anyway, and it's just like, no, cooking, oh, yes, I do, cleaning, oh, yes, the house is clean. Like, I don't, mm-mm. I just wanted, I was, all, I was all. I've always been one of those women where, no, when I'm in, I'm all in. My man is not going to want for anything. You know what I'm saying? So it was just mm-hmm. like, wow. And I'm hearing them tear down my character. It was just terrible. So that's, that's, for me, that was the icing on the cake, Candace. Like, when, that last time he put his hands on me and um, I didn't feel the support one from from the family, um, from the military, any of that. I was like, yeah, I gotta, I gotta go. The sorries, the flowers that come after, which did come, it, it wasn't enough anymore. Cause now it's like, how do you go back to to someone you that literally terrified the hell out of you? How do you sleep at night next to someone? When you literally felt like they were going to kill you. And it was so wild because my mom had told me, like, she was like, I still had the the recording. Like, he called? She was like, he called me. And I'm like, what? She was like, yeah, he called me um a little while after he left. And this is before I could get to my friend's phone. And he what? was like, yeah, sh- uh, she's probably on her way down there. Or I don't know. I don't know. I just, I I, I lost it. So she's like, wait, well, hold on. What are you saying? Hello? What are you saying? what are you saying? And she was like, is my daughter alive? Is she, is she alive? And she told me, she said, he was like, I don't know. And so by the time that I was able to call my mom and get the number for my grandmother, she was distraught. She didn't know what the hell was going on, what condition I was in anything. She just, all she, I just remember just saying, thank you, God. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Because she, she thought I was gone when he said he didn't know he blacked out I don't know but if she is she probably on her way down there to (laughs) y'all
0: wow so that was that's that's wow sis wow yeah Yeah.
2: (sighs) and believe it or not marriage um, counseling was still on the table again after that that's how I say love is truly girl stop it was I Mary I wanted my marriage I really did you know I always was one of those people that was like, you know, my first marriage is going to be my last marriage. And we both said that to each other mm-hmm. time and time again. But when I realized what my first marriage had to offer and what it was doing to me as a woman, as a human being, I knew I didn't want that. But, yeah, I did. I put, I put it on the table one more time. And he said, to basically, it was to hell with the counseling. I'm not going to no more damn counseling. No, nah, you can have that. And that's when I, that was the dagger for me that was like, "Yeah, it's, it's really over. It's really over. Because right now, no counseling, we're not talking to anybody. So this is likely to be a repeat situation, because we have not processed it, you know correctly as two grown adults. We're not civilized about it, even when it came to the divorce, and I mean, I got my mm-hmm. divorce papers randomly just one day i didn't even know he had filed even though i knew in my heart i felt like it was over we hadn't sat down and said okay well well i'm gonna do the papers you'll be getting them you know i was just blindsided coming home from work and i was like what the hell is this so yeah that's that's what ended that
0: yeah well sis i am so glad that you overcame that like Overcame all of that, and look at you now—you flourishing, girl. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you flourishing. It, it's clear that you you found your purpose. You're continuing with your modeling and stuff. Yeah. Um, just a little disclaimer for our listeners, though. Like, if you guys ever found y'all self in a situation such such as my sis, the domestic violence is never the key, y'all. And I know. You know, just hearing from Shauna's experience and her story, I know y'all may feel like, you know, you don't know how to leave the situation or something, but you got to be strong and you got to find a way to leave because it can turn it can turn deadly. Right. And, And, you know, we don't want that. Yeah. So seek the help. You know it's okay to not be okay. Y'all know we talked about that before, mm-hmm. and don't ever feel like you're a bit embarrassed mm-hmm. or ashamed because nine times out of ten you'd be surprised how many people have are in that same situation mm-hmm. or have, who have gone through that. I mean, look at look at my sis now; she's overcome that. Mm-hmm. And you know, before we wrap things up, I did. Oh, thank her. you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yes, it. Yes, girl. you shining. It, it okay? was a process, y'all. You know that's
2: why I say reach out. And look at y'all. y'all. That, that positive energy. Thing, God. That positive energy is so real. And when you're going through like that, you need. I'm telling you, if you have people in your corner who have who can bring and pour into you during your darkest moments, you need to cling to them. You need to hold on to them. You know. And I'll just piggyback off what you said too, because I went through a phase where I shut everybody out. If you weren't my mom, my aunt, mm-hmm. pretty much my grandmother, it was it was a wrap. Like, I didn't even, I didn't even, mm-hmm. it took a minute for me to be comfortable with my own skin and be able to socialize, you know what I'm saying, uh, with other people right. for a minute because I had just been so bottled up and I had suffered from with depression and anxiety and things like that. And it was just like, I don't even want to be around a crowd, a group, anything. I left my social club, you know, I just felt like the support wasn't what I needed, but also, I you know... -hmm. We live and we learn, and I, you know, I know that I've evolved, I've grown a lot. So it was just like I wasn't into a lot of those things, um, the the things that they were doing that once I that once brought me happiness, you know what I'm saying? But when it comes down to a point where you're like you feel like you're fighting for your life, and somebody's worried about matching t shirts for Myrtle, it's like y'all, y'all can have it, you can have it, you know, and that's just where I was in my life at that point. But I just want to say, yeah. Don't hold it in. Like Mary said, it is it is OK to not be OK. And for anybody going through it, just know that you are enough and you are strong enough. You know, you yes. can Um, you can overcome it. But I will not sit here and say it's going to be peaches and cream. It's going to be a smooth no way. ride, you know, smooth journey. Oh, no, no. And when people ask me, you know, "Dad, you know, you just shut that down so quick," yeah, yeah, that, that's that right there is going to cost me my peace. I fought too hard for that, mm-hmm. so I know that, like, the, Amen. I'm at the point in my life, no, if it if it's not if it doesn't apply, if it's not bringing me growth, positive vibes, anything like that, you know, and it's it's more ne- the negative outweighing, honey. I'll be... I will be ghosts so quick. (laughs) I will remove
1: myself. So what role does modeling play for you right now? Like in terms of uh, overcoming everything and your happiness. I know you talk a lot about self-love and getting back. Like what role does that play for you?
2: Oh my gosh. Modeling has helped boost my self-esteem so much. Boost my confidence. The amazing network of people that I've met, Candice, you know, has been just overwhelming you know what i'm saying modeling just it just flourished for me from doing um fashion shows new york fashion week you know magazines and things like that it's like wow each time it's like oh my god that's me you know (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: yeah, you know it's like, <laughs> wow <get> <laughs> right? yes honey i'm
2: telling you just it started from there and with each project and each each um opportunity that comes my way that i've taken you know that i've that i've been fortunate to be a part of it's just like man thank you god you know this is a blessing mm. i'm always humbled by each experience because i knew what it you know i know what it's like to feel broken you know what I'm saying? To feel like, you know, right. I'm not enough. I'll never be enough. You know, nobody ever want me. You know, I've just, I've been at that place. I've been at that low, you know, to where like, you know, we like, it was exercise that I used to do with the chaplain. And, it and you know, and it this is how I knew I was reaching some personal growth, you know, and feeling better about myself. Initially, you know, he would have me go stand up and I would have to face the mirror. I would have to say positive affirmations, positive things about myself. Mm. And in the beginning, I'm not going to lie to you. I had nothing. I had not one thing to say. And I would stand there in silence before I would leave because we would do this exercise wow. before I would leave and we were in the session. And I would be in tears because every time I looked wow. in that mirror initially, I saw this worthless, broken person this shell of a woman who just had lost the backbone she had the courage she had the the ambition (laughs) and I would just cry and it would be so silent and he would just stand there and watch me and I'm just like I just need a minute (laughs) like You would think somebody was looking back or somebody was on the side of me saying, oh, you ain't nothing. You ain't going to be nothing. And that was the way I would look at my own reflection. Like I was Mm. nothing. Wow. So, as
0: girl, I'm trying to to keep it like, oh, my goodness. I know. And, And that's why
2: I just have to get it out because I'm like when people don't understand, like, how far I come, they like, you always smiling, you always bubbly, you always got so much joy, and this is like, I fought for this, man. I fought for my life. I fought for just the opportunity to be talking to you guys. I fought mm-hmm. for it. You on mm-hmm. right. I'ma smile. I'ma wake up with joy in my heart because I know what it was like not right. to have it, and I fought. So it's like, right. no one will take that peace away from me, that joy away from my heart because oh my God. I... It was meant for me. I'm sorry, God.
1: <laughs> but yeah,
2: so Cut the tears for lunch. I know, I know. <laughs> this was. I didn't mean for this, but you know, like, I'm still cool. healing. You know, I'm still evolving. I'm still growing. Hurt people, hurt people, and this is why it's important that people don't bottle things up and act like everything's okay mm-hmm. and have a facade because mm-hmm. internally you'll lash out and you'll. You'll miss out on right. your blessings because you're so hurt and you don't see them. You don't even see them coming when God is trying to bless right. you and provide you with better. You you know, it's hard to see it when you when you feel broken and you feel worthless. So I knew that I was evolving and I was growing and it. A lot of it was happening through my modeling because I was starting to look at myself and I'd be like, "Oh my God, that's now you see what I mean. Well, that's me. I didn't see that." Right. <laughs> Broken little girl that I felt looked back at me. I didn't. I didn't see that anymore. I didn't feel worthless. I felt like I was worthy of every opportunity that came my way. I felt like I was worthy of every photo shoot, every one runway slay. I, modeling has been my passion because it has allowed me to look at myself in a different light and to grow yes. and to meet some wonderful people. And when I Every time I'm networking, you know, they say, you know, oh, my God, you just your energy because I want everybody around me to feel as blessed as I feel, to feel Mm -hmm. as humbled as I feel, to feel the joy in their heart that I feel. So I'm like, yeah, that's me. I'm going to share it. (laughs) I'm going to share it because everybody should wake up and everybody should whatever they're doing whether it's your job your career your you know a hobby your passion you should fill that with so much joy and love that you know it's contagious Mm. (laughs) it's just contagious and that right that is how i wake up every day you know i'm not perfect i have my days but i now when i look in the mirror i'm reminded You're, you're not, you don't look how you used to look. You didn't, you don't, you didn't wake up how you used to feel when you, you know, on those days, you know, you didn't wake up feeling super depressed, anxious, wondering if you were going to live to see the next day and why God kept you, you know? Yes. So it's just important that, you know, keep that energy flowing and share it, share it, share it. Because it. it could save a life.
0: It really could. Yeah. Mm. You know. Yes. Well, modeling is your purpose And I'm glad you found your purposes I'm glad <laughs> yes, that that, yes. that little light That was not yeah. working at the moment It began to shine and, and you are shining And I am so proud of you thank Like you. for you to go through all of that And then sometimes go through it alone And still put on an yeah. a image To make it seem like everything's okay I, I'm so proud of you sis Like you don't understand You know, thank you for sharing your experience For sharing yes. your testimony with yes. us Because you oh, know we really appreciate it and I'm yeah. pretty sure you've, you're helping some of our listeners right now because I'm, I'm without a doubt I'm sure that some have been in the same situation yeah. or are still going through it you know they say God will give his toughest battles to his yes. strongest people and mm. sis you are strong so yeah. I want you to keep shining don't let that light dim at all keep um, shining continue modeling cause that's your purpose and yes. I love you sis
2: I love you too yes you and oh, Candace are oh. awesome you are so awesome. Yes. I'm telling you, it's, it's, it's truly a blessing. Um, Yeah. And I just, people should, one thing too, give yourself more credit than what you are, than what you have been in the past. I know a lot of people who have done great things or who have overcome great things, and they just don't give themselves the credit that they're due. And so I would just advise, mm-hmm. you know, love on yourself. Spread that love and give yourself the true credit that you deserve. Because, hey, we are, we're all fighting battles out here. And the next person may not be yes. privy to that information or understand what's going on. But your story could save a life. Your testimony could save a life. And your growth, not not just, you know, the hard times, but the way you've come out of it, the positive energy that you're putting into yourself and spreading to others, it can mean the world to someone you know, exactly. So just yeah, just know
1: exactly. And I knew,
2: I know. Yeah. That's why I say I know. I've I've healed a lot and I've grown a lot because my path, our paths have crossed again. And I didn't have, I wasn't bitter, I wasn't distraught, um, I was cool. I, I yeah, and it that's was actually awesome. in church. I I yeah, I saw Look him and his wife. Look at God. Yep, his new wife and the baby. Um, which she was pregnant with during our divorce. <laughs> well, you find out things after wow. the fact, but it was so many reasons why I could have been so bitter and and you know, acted out, made a scene. And it was just mm-hmm. like, nah. You know, part of me, my spirit wanted to really just be like tap her on the shoulder, like, thank you. You know, thank you. Because mm-hmm. had he not cheated that last the last time, got her pregnant sent me those divorce papers in my mind I know my reality would have been I would have found a reason to justify going right back and being head first into that cycle again
0: Mm.
2: so I knew that
0: Mm.
2: you know I had to be hurt really traumatically in order to let that love go I'm just thankful that it didn't cost me my life but Mm. yeah I and that's how you know you've grown you can wish that person well and nothing but success and keep it moving honey you know you 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 are a true winner and the and you know god's light is still shining on you so yeah yes yes have that courage if you are in that situation don't don't be afraid and you are not alone don't ever think that you are alone in any uh, any situation that you go through
1: right there are many resources out there so it's got to take advantage of them
2: many yes And always, you know, for those, keep your faith intact, you know, Mm -hmm. keep your faith intact, you'll overcome. Oh, yeah. mm.
1: And speaking of faith, something that we like <laughs> to put faith into is our affirmation that we like to say daily. Yes. So, yes. yes, I guess we can go ahead and get into this affirmation because, I, I, first of all, Sean, I just want to, want to once again want to say thank you because that was just an amazing story, you're and welcome. like I said, I think it was yeah. very valuable and, yes. and very meaningful to a lot yeah. of our listeners. I think it's—I don't even think you understand the magnitude of that. Um, so I'm just glad you're willing to share it because some people like yeah. you said we'll be holding that in and and, to, and basically keep withholding that blessing mm-hmm. from somebody else you know mm-hmm. to, to hear that information so we appreciate that yep but um oh, i guess i'd go lie. ahead and start then
0: huh <laughs> uh yes. i am enough <laughs> <laughs> go ahead i have the power to create the life i desire i am worthy of my okay. dreams i am worthy of my dreams hey, amen hey, amen 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 i am worthy of my dreams yes yes (laughs) that's right well thank you sis it was so great to have you
2: today thank you ladies i really appreciate being on your podcast and being able to really you know share my story and provide some growth for those who are going through it you know Uh and that's why my fragrance hey unbreakable Cause yeah, we're not broken. All right. we're not yeah, yeah, hear
1: that. <laughs> gonna try it out. Next time yeah. you need to bring it on the show so we can show it. Bring it on the oh, show honey, next I'll time. I stay
2: ready. Wait, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Oh. There we go. <laughs>
0: she, she ready? Oh. Oh, yes, oh, no, 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 We no, got no. these. Yes. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Out. I stay okay. ready You ain't saying <laughs> nothing but a thing, I, girl. What? Unbreakable? Yes. These are the new bottles.
0: Yes, Ooh, honey. that's right, sis. <laughs> I stay ready. So look at that. Yes. I gotta make it. I'm gonna make another purchase tonight, girl. I Love you. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, it's on sale right now. Um,
2: and yeah, yep. That's by Shauna Miss Valentine. Unbreakable and trust me, the, yeah. I realized, yeah, the pieces were put back together. Very different, but I wasn't I wasn't broken yeah. down. I wasn't broken completely. So, That's they sure. were still there. Mm-hmm. They just needed rearranging, honey. But um, mm-hmm. yep, ShaunaMZValentine.com. Check me out. And yep, thank you you can't this girl you,
0: girl you ain't know I, I stay ready i stay ready A minute <laughs> all, right. <laughs> <laughs> all right y'all well we'll catch y'all on the next episode and remember shine says you got this and you got this yeah. girl you got this you right now